0: Hello and welcome back to part two of the two-part series on the life and times of David Icke. If you have not listened to the first episode, I highly encourage you to pause me right now and go back to listen. You need to understand and know all about the color turquoise and the truth vibrations. Otherwise, you might become hopelessly lost in the vast thought swamp that we are about to enter. So clutch your dream weavers and energy crystals close as we embark on the greatest journey of them all. And James totally believes it. As I think we've all picked up on by now, David likes to write. Yeah. And in 1995, he churns out another book. This one titled, And the Truth Will Set You Free. It will. In this manuscript, it contained a chapter that questions aspects of the Holocaust and caused a major rift between him and his publisher. So it ended up being self-published, as were the rest of his works. Of course, yes. this only led the, the cries of anti-Semitism to grow louder, since they had already existed from his last work. Yeah. And he goes so far in, and the truth will set you free, to claim that the Holocaust was funded by Jews, and that Hitler was financially backed by the famous Rothschild Jewish family.
1: Oh my gosh. No. <laughs> no. Like, no. Like, you can tell me anything anything right (laughs) Uh uh-huh and like i I mean you start with some believable stuff but there's got to be a point in everyone's life even even this guy even david i would hope anyway there there has to be a point where you just say no to something you're like no that's not that's not happening like that didn't happen like the voices are wrong i've messed up i i need to backtrack i need to rethink some stuff it was a real spider web. Like, and for that not to be it. Like, oh, <laughs> like, uh, that's frustrating. That's astounding. So he's, does he, how big is his following? Like, that's that's something I'm curious about too. What's what's that look like?
0: Well, it it certainly, after the Terry Wogan interview. Yeah. He was just, he turned into like Britain's biggest laughingstock. Like he became he was a figure of, Hey, we like that guy. Mm -hmm. And then became, he's a right nutter, And like, he talks about how his kids were ashamed to be known as his kids. And I'm like, geez, I wonder why. (laughs) Um, And that he just felt a lot of trepidation and and anxiety ever leaving his house because literally people be like, Oh, there goes the local nutter, And just, that's the term he used. So that's why I've used it twice. Mm -hmm. Um, But you know, and he's just like, everything's really bad. But of course, once again, the prophecy foretold this. Yeah. This, is, he, this was to be expected. And it's in 1995 that David decides that he needs to consolidate all conspiracy theories in one project with unlimited explanatory power. Do you want to hear that again? Yes. <laughs> in 1995, David decides that he needs to consolidate all conspiracy theories into one project that has unlimited explanatory power. So not
1: just his own conspiracy theories. All conspiracy theories? All a damn. Like a like a conspiracy theory Bible? Conspiracy theory Bible
0: or conspiracy theory omnibus. Oh my gosh. Um, and we're not talking like, an encyclopedia of oh here's this one and here's this one and here's this one I mean like is this one no, is this one is this they're one
1: they're all woven together
0: woven together in a beautiful tapestry
1: oh my oh okay
0: okay so David combines new age philosophical discussion about the universe and consciousness with conspiracy theories about public figures being reptilian humanoids and pedophiles
1: yes okay. We're, we're- <laughs> This is Lizard People. We're talking about Lizard People? We have arrived. We have arrived. Lizard li- People. I've, I've, I first thought Lizard Person like probably 10 minutes ago, and I kept it to myself. OK. I mean, wow. I've teased it before. Yes, you have. Well, you teased it when I talked about birds. Yep. Uh, and, and their lack of being real. But wow. Uh, sweet. So that means the birds aren't real theory is interwoven into this as well. That's awesome.
0: I actually That's I could awesome. not find anything that actually mentioned it.
1: Oh, however, it, it has to be
0: at the end of this. If you remind me, I will weave it in because I know exactly how to do so.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll remind you. Yeah, I'll remind you. Okay.
0: So David argues in favor of reincarnation. Uh huh. He claims there is a collective consciousness that we are all a part of that has intentionality. So our collective conscience makes decisions for itself and on its own. Hmm. that there is a modal realism, which is that other possible worlds exist alongside of ours. Yeah. And he talks about the law of attraction, that good and bad thoughts can attract experiences. Hmm. So that's a lot of stuff. Yeah. That he weaves all together. In 1999, he writes another book called The Biggest Secret. And in that, he introduces the idea that many prominent figures in the world derived from the Anunnaki, which is a reptilian race from the Draco constellation. In 2012, he writes, and I've got to be honest, this is my favorite book title of all time. Human race, get off your knees, colon, the lion sleeps no
1: more. Wow. (laughs) Did you write no other books between 1990? Oh no, they're there. We're
0: just not talking about them. Okay. There is genuinely i could have done a four-part series on discussing every last little thing that he does and talks about like i tried to parse out as much as i could oh my word and we're still on like book 18 or whatever it is at this point that i've mentioned already
1: okay so how does this tie into the end of the world because if you wrote a book in 2012 how did the world end in 1997
0: shockingly he never goes back and answers that
1: oh wow weird okay
0: it's just like well it's 1998 oh here's a new thing yeah but in human race get off your knees the lion sleeps no more he identified the moon and later a hexagonal storm on saturn as a source of holographic experiences broadcast by the reptiles that humanity interprets as reality Basically, the matrix.
1: So, the moon and a storm on Saturn are projectors aimed at Earth that create the matrix.
0: Yes. Like the moon itself, number one, is like a base for the Anunnaki. And also, it has basically got a hollow core. So, the hexagonal storm on saturn is project that like you know the storm shouldn't have that sort of a shape and so it's projecting that and using the rings of saturn as antennas to really boost the signal sends it hurtling towards the moon the moon funnels it in to to just fit earth and it blankets all of
1: earth it's a weird show man like i i was not expecting us to talk about this today <laughs> wait, wait this is weird
0: i think it makes perfect sense
1: this is i mean this is great this is great but like people who like interview me for jobs will find this and (laughs) and... (laughs) yeah we were gonna hire you but you talked about some weird like lizard people theory on your podcast so um...
0: and he believes it (laughs) I want to make that very clear. He asked me to talk about this.
1: I believe that birds don't exist, but this this is this is way this is way further out, more outrageous than birds not existing. Okay.
0: I think it's about equal.
1: You, really, really, you think that this is about equal? <laughs> well, I've I, go to, eaten I go to bird. I remember it's synthetic meat, Andy. It's not real. I mean,
0: I'm sorry. I've literally killed birds. There's no robot parts in them. They
1: Because the robot parts are made to look like organic parts, but they're not.
0: Oh, oh, I just didn't look hard enough. That's the problem. Yeah. You're right. You're right. I didn't look hard enough. That's on me. That's on me. Yep. I'll I'll, I'll take that. Yeah. So some of the more specific things that David believes – Our number one, infinite dimensions. So he believes that the universe is made up of vibrational energy and consists of an infinite number of dimensions that share the same space, just like television and radio frequencies do. Because, of course, you know, like through your body right now are probably television and radio waves that are constantly moving through everything. Mm -hmm. And so he's saying that space and there's an infinite number of dimensions. They're just on literally a different wavelength than what we're experiencing. And that some people can tune their consciousness to other wavelengths.
1: Is he one of those people? Yeah. Yeah. What does he see on the other on the other wavelengths? Apparently spider people. Ah oh,
0: great. Who communicate via webs. Uh-huh. David right, but- also believes that time is an illusion. There is no past or future. Only the infinite now is real.
1: So what you said to start off this
0: podcast. I let off the podcast with that. <laughs> oh, wow. I told you it's all woven together. All
1: woven together. That was a really weird phase you just gave me. Like that was like all eyeballs. That's all I got from the <laughs> It's because I believe
0: in it so hard. Uh-huh. Only the, uh, I said that, um, all humans are an aspect of consciousness or infinite awareness. And he describes that as all that there is, has been, and ever can be. Also, the overlords of this consciousness are the reptoid humanoids.
1: So that's separate from him being the son of the godhead? Yep. Okay, that's totally different.
0: Still very different. So the lizard
1: people control the collective consciousness.
0: Yes. That? They naturally are from a different dimension.
1: Oh, okay. Duh. Yeah. Yeah.
0: See, we live on the therm on the therm on the third plane of reality.
1: The out reptoids
0: of, out are of, from the fourth plane of reality. And there's an infinite plane. There's infinite There's an planes? infinite plane. Infinite
1: number of planes. And we just happen to be number three. And
0: they just we're on the third. Be. They're from the fourth, but because they're from the fourth, they're able to experience. And so, basically, you think of it like we see things in three D, three Oh!
1: it's Mm. all connected confirmed confirmed. and so
0: the reptoids are from the fourth dimension so they can experience more than we can which gives them more power and more influence and more control over our reality see is it isn't it starting to make sense the puzzle pieces are clicking together yep so let's dig in on these reptoids okay all right
1: so yeah talk to me about the lizard people
0: (laughs) there is an interdimensional race of reptilian beings called the archons and they have hijacked the earth and are stopping humanity from releasing its true potential. These are the same beings as the Anunnaki, which were deities from the Babylonian creation myth, and the fallen angels, or watchers, who mated with human women in the biblical apocrypha. See? All of it's connected. A genetically modified human-archon hybrid race of shape-shifting reptilians known as the Babylonian Brotherhood, or the Illuminati... Manipulate global events to keep humans in constant fear so the Archons can feed off the negative energy this creates. Why does war happen? Now we know. Mm. The Brotherhood has been identified as descendants of reptilians from the constellation Draco, and said, that, and it's said that they live in caverns inside the Earth. Questions? They,
1: <laughs> they have, like, meetings, like little... Lizard meetings on get togethers. I mean, it's or?
0: pretty big lizard meetings. They're not okay. like baby lizards.
1: Yeah. So it's not like the Geico gecko.
0: No, no, no. Like these are like no. people sized like lizards,
1: pe- people sized lizards. And they can shape you.
0: Well, of course they can. Yeah. Okay. Otherwise we'd see them uh. and know that they are what they are. David said in an interview once, he said, when you go back into the ancient world, you find this reoccurring theme of a union between a non-human race and humans and it creates a hybrid race. From 1998, I started coming across people who told me they had seen people change into a non-human form. It's an age-old phenomenon known as shape-shifting. The basic form is like a scaly humanoid with, with reptilian rather than humanoid eyes. As I'm sure you know, the first reptilian human breeding programs took place 200 to 300,000 years ago, which probably created Adam, you heard of him? You know, first man? Uh, uh-huh. And the most recent one about 7,000 years ago in terms of these breeding programs. And he claims the hybrids of this most recent program, uh, they're more Anunnaki than they are human. They're the ones who currently control the world. So they live for a long time, I guess,
1: right? If it was Well, they seven. also just
0: reproduce naturally as well. Oh, okay. So it's not the exact same yeah. ones. And so he writes in The Biggest Secret that book the brotherhood which controls the world today is the modern expression of the babylonian brotherhood of reptile priest and royalty he says they came together in sumer after the flood but originated in the Caucasus mountains and so like i already talked about how they come from the fourth dimension um which is the one nearest to our own physical dimension that we are experience and from this dimension they control the planet um but however it's important to note that although just as fourth dimensional reptilians control us, they're in turn controlled by a fifth dimension that we don't know about. Oh my,
1: and it, does it keep going? Like infinitely, infinitely it keeps going? Of course it does. So who do we control? Cause like if there's a second dimension below us, who, who, who are we the Illuminati of? Maybe we're not. Maybe we're
0: so dumb, we can't figure it out. We haven't reached that level of enlightenment yet. <laughs> okay. Many people believe that the introduction of all these different dimensions allows David to skip a whole bunch of awkward questions about how the reptilians
1: got here. Like, yeah, that's convenient. It's a, Yeah, it's kind of like a good deus ex machina sort of thing for, mm-hmm. for them. He says that
0: they, they came to us because we have what he refers to as monoatomic gold which is a rare mineral that he claims can increase the capacity of the nervous system 10,000 times and that after ingesting it the anunnaki can process vast amounts of information speed up transdimensional travel and shapeshift from reptilian to human
1: you mentioned they were pedophiles too of course they are yeah duh okay just just peppered that in there for for an extra little like descriptor
0: I can talk more about that if you want me to.
1: I mean, we don't have to talk about pedophiles on the podcast, but... Well, there's a reason they're into kids. Okay.
0: Because kids, like if you look into past history, there were lots of sacrifices that happened. Who got sacrificed most often? Kids. Children. Yeah. Chimney sweeps. Chimney sweeps, yeah. Well, children release right before they die, they release a whole lot more of that negative energy that the archons feed off of. They need that. They produce more of that than adults do, who are a little bit more tempered to the world and to bad experiences. And so children have this bigger rush of that. So that provides the reptoids with the energy they
1: need to survive. I thought you were gonna talk about like I think of the QAnon theory says it's like endinochrone or something like that. Something Mm -hmm. weird. And it helps keep them young, keep people young and, and stuff. And, uh, well, they
0: clearly have it wrong. Like, yeah. No one believed in that mess. This is that's, the truth.
1: That's the one flaw in the QAnon. That's the it one is. and only flaw. In the they got this truth. wrong. Yeah. Two
0: researchers, Lewis and Khan, they argue that David's using allegory to depict the alien and alienating nature of global capitalism. <laughs> that instead of actual aliens, he's actually talking about capitalism. David has said he's not using allegory.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think so. Uh, maybe not and maybe don't say that 30 years after <laughs> after him continuing to maybe after the first one. <laughs> oh no, you what you mean is that this represents this. You know, that's that's what you mean to make it more palatable for you know, you know, uh-huh. you're, it's just more artistic expression. You say that in 1991. You don't say that in 2021 after Literally thirty years of of someone going off like that. Because would you like to know who all is reptilian? I would love to know who's reptilian. I think I already know some people that are typically on the list, but in two
0: thousand and three, uh, yeah, David claims that the reptilian bloodline includes every single American president, yep, three British and two Canadian prime ministers, mm. several Sumerian kings and Egyptian pharaohs. And a smattering of celebrities. Yep. Key bloodlines are said to include the Rockefellers, the Rothschilds, yep. various European arist- arist- aristocratic families. There's there's a word, um, and the establishment families of the Eastern United States, the British House of Windsor as well, so the royal
1: family. So yeah, I mean that's typically what's on the list, like of of the cabal that runs the world. Well, duh, because they run yeah. it. Yeah. Um, wow.
0: In 1989, he, David sat down and did an interview with British Prime Minister Ted Heath, who, of course, he sat down for an interview because that's, that's when he was doing television. Yeah. And, and David was doing that sort of stuff. Well, when they were waiting for the interview to start, he, David claims in 2016 that he saw Prime Minister Ted Heath's eyes turn entirely jet black. Mm. So if that's not proof for you, I don't know what is.
1: Yeah, I mean his testimony, I'm sure, is is totally infallible. Um, the British royal family are shape shifting lizards. Yeah, that makes sense.
0: He said the Queen Mother was seriously reptilian.
1: No way. I mean, that explains why she's living so long. Like she just she won't die. Like it's oh no, it's outrageous. The Rothschilds, yeah. in David's
0: opinion are also blood-drinking Satan worshipers. Oh, yeah, there's that one.
1: That always gets thrown in there, too. Constantly. Yeah.
0: Shockingly, and I can't understand it, many people view David's reptilians and other theories as being anti-Semitic, and they accuse him of Holocaust denial, as we've talked about previously.
1: Yeah, he kind of wrote a book about it. Uh, Yeah.
0: (laughs) And these people who clearly are misguided have claimed that his reptilians are symbolic representation of Jews. And David responded to that as, well, that's total fricking nonsense.
1: Well, yeah, we, we've already addressed that. He's not much for allegory. No, he's, he's very literal with all of this, unfortunately. (laughs) Uh, Hmm? I mean, which I don't know. I don't know which is worse. The fact that he believes this stuff or I feel like I would rather him just be anti-Semitic because at least that is like a human messed up problem and not whatever is going on with him. Uh, You can fix anti-Semitism typically.
0: Um, Yeah. By smashing it to the ground with your tanks.
1: Yeah. But I don't know. I like, I don't know how to handle this. Like I don't know what to do. You embrace it as the (laughs) truth. Okay. So that's quite a list of, of, lizard people uh why don't they like stop him why don't they shut him up if if he's uh like kind of bringing to light all of their wrongdoings and the fact that they're running the world and stuff why don't they stop him
0: well they obviously don't see him as a threat yeah he's looked as crazy he went on and talked about it and got literally laughed off the tv Mm. Um, they have no problem
1: with him is he still married like to no no.
0: In two thousand one, they got a divorce.
1: Him and him and Michaela. Him
0: and him and Linda. Him and Linda. Michaela yeah. uh, got a divorce in two thousand one. Okay. She to this day is still his business manager. Oh. So wow. they, they've still kept up some sort of relationship. He did remarry in two thousand one and stayed married for I think it was seven years and then divorced her and has not since remarried.
1: Okay.
0: So as of right now, ladies, he's single.
1: Single. Yeah.
0: He's there for the picking.
1: He's probably what? He's what, like 75, something like that? I'm not about
0: to do the math on that because I know I'll be wrong. Yeah. And the emails we will get. (laughs) Don't want to deal with that.
1: No, I don't blame you. I'd hate to deal with that. So
0: you might be wondering how the lizard people actually do and control anything Mm -hmm. and accomplish their goals. Well, he uses the phrase problem, reaction, solution to explain how the Illuminati advances their agenda. They guide us in the direction they want by creating false problems, which then allows them to present their desired solution to the problem they created. He also refers to this problem as, or this process, as order out of chaos. So how can you give me some specifics, Andy? Of course I can. These sort of incidents and issues um, include the Oklahoma City bombing, Columbine, 9-11, which David believes was an inside job created to provide an excuse to advance an agenda of regime change across the world. Global warming, chemtrails, water, fluorida- water fluoridation, so fluoride in the water. Fluoride, fluoride in the water. The death of Princess Diana, the assassination of John F. Kennedy, and also Agenda 21. Agenda 21? I don't know what it is. Yeah. These incidents and many more allow them to shape world policy afterwards however they wanted to. They also he David claimed that they create fake opposites or what he calls opposames Wow. Such as the Axis and Allied powers of World War II, which he believes were used to provoke the creation of the European Union and the state of Israel.
1: Again, kind of anti-Semitic bit. Not kind of and anti-Semitic this. A
0: little bit. An, <laughs> He's certainly, certainly, right ar- straddling that line for
1: sure. Yeah.
0: So I'm. I don't think I'm going to go into any more than that because that's certainly plenty.
1: Yeah, that's more than enough. Uh, <laughs> like, I don't know what has to go wrong in someone's head to like believe all this stuff. Um, I mean, you mentioned the fact that he's a middle child. <laughs> my, my brother think, who's the middle child listens to this podcast do you think do you think your brother is at all capable of this sort of this sort of you are setting me up with okay. the way you are
0: promoting this question i either answer i'm gonna get in trouble with Either he's not capable of coming up with this or just he's or capable. capable of it like neither answer is actually good <laughs> so i'm going to move on and claim that he's a son of the godhead
1: oh uh, wow
0: so to yeah. this day yeah. david still alive still talking up his stuff wow. he's one of the proponents of 5g causes all kinds of problems
1: uh, of course it does
0: uh turns out COVID is not real Mm-mm. Not that it's being overblown or or that it's just fake, yeah. but it's just it's literally it doesn't exist. Period. Yeah. Uh, basically, you name it in terms of conspiracy world, I believe it. He he's he's integrating it in
1: work. Oh yeah, uh, work work. The birds aren't real thing into this. so birds so aren't could, real. Yeah.
0: Well, of course they're not real. Yeah. The Illuminati. They want to make sure that they continue to have tabs and control everything. One Mm -hmm. of the best ways they can do that is through constant surveillance of of everyone. How do you get away with that? Well, kill kill all the birds, kill all the birds. Would reptiles have problems killing the birds? No, 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 they wouldn't. They're cold blooded killers. It's hard for us to imagine a human making that kind of call. Like, Hey, bird poop on my car. Yeah. We're going to kill billions of animals to stop right. it. That's not a human response. That's not a human reaction, but it is Anunnaki. That's as Anunnaki as anything I've ever heard. Anunnaki. That's See? okay. It fits in perfectly well, man. I'm going to have some, if yeah. word gets out, which it is, we're helping spread awareness of birds being fake. I feel like they should send us t-shirts for free.
1: Honestly, they, sponsor. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But if war gets out, well, guess what? We already know they've got a plan on turning that into because you create the problem, you also get to create the solution. Yeah. So they've they've got a handle on all of this.
1: We have some weird dreams tonight, man. <laughs> that plus that video of that weird short dog that I sent. Oh I gosh, it? that was freaky. That nightmare fuel. Uh, like. One hundred percent. Yeah, I'm gonna. This is this is weird. It's gonna mess me up. So thanks for this this is like, I I don't like that people exist and believe this stuff. Like it it, it's, and it's weird because it's like, I don't know, like you, like part of it, I think it's like compassion. Like I feel bad that like, for some reason their brain is wired in such a way that they're like, they think this is legit and like my heart breaks for them. But I also would be just it'd be easier if they just stopped. Like if they just, Hey, just stop. But, but that, that, that's not the most compassionate thing in the world either, but it's just like, there's so many things to believe in. There's so many things there's, there. You could believe anything, but this, like, just, just take your pick, please. Like, I would rather you believe anything, but this honestly. Like, but believing this allows you to believe it all. I don't know what I'd say to somebody that like genuinely, like upheld this. Like how how I would get through conversation, one without laughing, but like two, like what do you say to that? What do you say to this person? What do you say?
0: Well, just know these people are out there. Yeah. So, for instance, in between 1998 and 2011, he sold over 140,000 copies of his books. Uh, which valued over two million pounds.
1: I want to hope that a lot of those are just trolls and they just think they're Latin, that's they a lot Latin. of trolls, but yeah, i I know it's it's statistically unlikely that all that a majority of them are
0: in two thousand and two, he wrote a book. This is my second favorite title, Alice in Wonderland and the World Trade Center Disaster. That book became a longstanding top five bestseller in South Africa.
1: Of course, it did. South Africa. <laughs>
0: It's like pick a country. Oh, South Africa.
1: <laughs> throw it like throw a dartboard on a map, or throw a dart on a map, and that'll be that'll be it. Yep. Okay. So, so. there are
0: people who listen. Also, he's gone around the world speaking and has spoken in over twenty five countries.
1: Dang.
0: In two thousand eight, he spoke for seven hours to almost three thousand people at the Brixton Academy in London. That same year, he addressed the University of Oxford's debating society, the Oxford. No. Union.
1: No, he didn't make it to Oxford.
0: Don't tell he me he did.
1: That. He absolutely no. did.
0: Uh, His book tour for "Human Race, Get Off Your Knees: The Lion Sleeps No More" included a sold-out talk to over two thousand people in New York, and he made almost a hundred thousand pounds worth of ticket sales in Melbourne, Australia. No, I, I'm all for free speech, but this this can't count.
1: Like this shouldn't count.
0: <laughs> in October of 2012. He spoke for 11 hours to over 6,000 people at London's Wembley What Arena. is he
1: saying in 11 hours? You can't... There's nothing to talk about for 11 hours straight. Like,
0: yes, there is. Like I said, I parsed... This is... Literally, we're scratching the very... Like, we have barely scratched the surface. Number one of the, the book titles that he's come up with. Uh. But also of the subjects and everything else. It's true... Number uh, clearly, it's insane. The amount of thought and time put into it is just as insane. I see
1: my 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 favorite like conspiracy theories are the ones that like man like that could be true. Like that that genuinely could be. This has this holds no water, man. Like like and uh, the the conspiracy theories that I like I enjoy, I know aren't true. Like I like to picture like a bucket. Right, and it doesn't like. Like right, factually, a bucket's gonna hold water if something's true. A conspiracy theory is a bucket with one, maybe two holes in it, and if like it can hold water for a little bit. This doesn't. This isn't even a bucket, man. Like it's it's a, it's a strainer that you put noodles in. Like like, the this is it's not even that. Like it's just there's nothing here plausible or like foundationally. Solid in anything, and I don't know where he's getting all this from. Like, yeah, the spirit world, but like again, yeah, we know looked, who it's from. Like he told us, he, when, yeah, God, uh, or Wang Yi Li or whatever yep. his name. Yeah, good uh, remembering. Thank you. Yeah, like you when you started off this thing, I was like, man, I'm gonna get bored if he keeps talking about soccer the whole time. Like it's kind of it's not lame. Um, and I've. Like, he's relatively normal childhood, normal upbringing, bummer he had arthritis. What drives you to this, man? Like, I don't get it.
0: Well, remember when I talked about him being a goalie? Yeah. And how he felt like he was a loner, and it fit well for him. But also, it allowed him to straddle the line between hero and villain. There's somewhat of a power issue going on there in his head. Which, coming up with all this sort of stuff... Being the son of the Godhead, I think I think the stuff that we saw from him playing goalie and just loving it because genuinely he got to be either the hero or the villain. Either way, you're the center of the story.
1: So I mean, I and I don't think David Beckham was a goalie, but he was definitely not. No, but is he going to come up with like a conspiracy theory in the next twenty years, and it'd be the conspiracy
0: theory surrounding David Beckham is how is he so good looking and has remained so for so long
1: uh he's got veneers like it's like a veneer face yeah well i mean i don't know about the face but i know like his teeth aren't oh gosh yes yeah
0: every celebrity does it's to hide their reptilian fangs
1: Mm. well yeah they say that like the process of like getting veneers is they have to file your teeth down to like those pointy oh of course they have that's what they that's what they say that's what they say
0: they're already like that yeah and facelifts just to cover up the scaly
1: skin Mm -hmm. wow that's weird (laughs) it's just it is like I don't I don't know what else to say like I'm pretty speechless
0: well that's not good seeing how this is an audio only entertainment system
1: (laughs) yeah Um...
0: (laughs) I mean we can just end on that that's fine like we don't have to keep discussing because there's literally nothing else to discuss
1: like I don't get it again like I mean I can reiterate that like for the millionth time I feel like I've said that enough already it's just like my lack of comprehension for like how someone gets to this point and like, yeah, I don't know. That's weird. It's just, that's it's so weird. And I didn't know a lot about the, the lizard people. Theory Rep, thing. It's
0: either reptoids, Illuminati or Anunnaki. Please use the correct terminology. They're okay. very sensitive. Okay. Anunnaki. See that will you use that one. You prove that you're a real believer. Oh. Okay. You've got that inside knowledge.
1: Okay. <laughs> but if i use reptoid that's that's different it's a, right? little a
0: little bit derogatory i feel
1: okay i'm gonna use reptoid then if it's derogatory um, oh don't insult our overlords yeah they'll come for you with their oh. birds.
0: well i just gotta say thank you for listening
1: yeah thanks for sharing the story buddy this is uh mind different.
0: blowing <laughs> that's the term you're looking for yeah my third
1: eye is opened uh, thank you
0: and that's a part of it. I just didn't get into
1: it. Of course. I'm sure I'm, I'm <laughs> confident it is any future theory that I want to discuss on this podcast. I will now have to bring this up. So if thank you know you I will. Thank, I'm sure you will. Uh, I will
0: weave it into this wonderful tapestry of truth.
1: When, when I talk about the Loch Ness Monster, which I genuinely believe is a possibility, I'm sure you'll, you'll have to bring it in. I'm excited for this. Yeah. I've told you that. that yeah, I, you that have. I, yeah, I genuinely believe it. Yeah. Part of it's like a want to believe, too. Maybe that's where this is all coming from, too. Maybe just that desire to believe. It's still messed up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 100% that's weird i also just realized we didn't do theme music for this episode so we uh, didn't do
0: it for this episode or the previous one that we recorded
1: oh that's lame
0: it's two in a row i realized after the last one was like oh i didn't do a theme song
1: mm. well i'll do i'll do outro theme music for this this episode oh okay i mean you don't um, have to it's fine i mean i like doing the theme music. okay stuff, well so, give us yeah.
0: some outro music and then we'll be out
1: yeah all right ding. midnight novels podcast i'm andy i'm james
0: and i hope that we blessed your ears after blowing your brains
1: after blowing your minds
0: (laughs) 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 okay well i think that's enough for now
1: that's great (laughs) all
0: right we'll we'll talk at you next time or will we it's the same time time is infinite
1: Mm. the infinite present (laughs) Goodbye. Bye.